0: I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. Who's got the loudest voice in your head? Is it your inner critic? or your inner compassionate self. I know for me, for a very long time, it was my inner critic. But things changed for me a few years ago when I realised just how much I was cutting the ground literally out from underneath me with the really negative stories that my nasty girl, which is my name for my inner critic, was telling me and the words I was using about myself. It took quite a long time, but after a lot of difficult and painful moments, mostly self-inflicted, I realised the vital importance of self-love and inner compassion. I also realised that the voice we choose to listen to in our heads is a choice that we make every single second and every minute of every day of our life. So the big question is, what do we choose? Do we choose to listen to the inner critic Or the inner compassionate. Hey everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited with me, Jen Ramsey. I'm so glad you're here sharing your energy with me. So this week we're talking about the inner critic versus the inner compassionate. This is off the back of a few interesting weeks that I've had over the last few weeks where I've had a family member who's really not been very well at all, so I hadn't been sleeping. And then I caught a bug, so I wasn't feeling 100% myself. And guess what happened when those things happened? It really felt like the inner critic, my nasty girl, popped her head up for the very first time in a really long time, and she was ready to really come and tap dance and have a major party. So what happened? Well, my nasty girl gave me a really hard time for not being well, rather than, you know, me remembering that when you're unwell, it really is a sign from the body that we do need to slow down. Instead, my nasty girl took that almost as an affront. She was annoyed at being unwell because it meant that I couldn't achieve my goals. And then all of the resistance created through that annoyance delayed my recovery even more and had even more of an impact on my sleep. So what that meant was that that whole period of downtime that I had to have was even more difficult than it needed to be. What a learning So that's why I wanted to share this episode with you because it's all so fresh in my experience and I know it's a trap that we can all fall into. We can all so easily listen to that voice of the inner critic versus the idea of listening to that voice of that beautiful, compassionate inner self who actually wants the best for us. In the experience I just shared, I really feel like I slammed the door completely shut on self-love and self-compassion and really opened the door up to my nasty girl once again. So this week, I want to focus on how and why we should listen more to our inner compassionate self. So firstly, how can we do this? Well, it's pretty simple, really. As you know, I speak a lot about emotional frequencies on this podcast. What I mean here is that the frequency that we focus on, the emotional frequency that we focus on and hold in our bodies and our energetic field is what we get. So if we really want to drown out the voice of the inner critic, we need to focus on raising the voice of our inner compassionate. The best way we can do this is by being really conscious of our emotions and as much as we can, to really hold the frequency of self-love and self-compassion inside ourselves. And I'm hearing some of you think right now, well, that is way too hard. I I don't know if I'm in that space of being really self-loving and self-compassionate. So let me ask you a question. Is there someone else or another being in your life like a pet that you love? Are you caring, kind and gentle to them? If you're kind and gentle and caring to them, then you can do this for yourself. Even if it doesn't feel like you can right now, you really can in time. I know it might not be something that you feel could come very easily to you, but it can happen. And I promise because I made it happen. So that's how we can start to drown out the voice of the inner critic is by really focusing on our emotional frequency, by really bringing in those feelings of self-love and self-compassion. And I'm going to talk more in episode 67 about how we can do more of that. But before I get there, I really wanted today to speak about the benefits of self-compassion and self-love and how we can really, you know, what are the benefits of really bringing this type of feeling into our life? So I've got six good reasons to share with you. So let me share them with you. The first benefit of having some self-compassion and self-love is that we have a lot more energy. So a lot of us have the habit of being very hard on ourselves to to achieve an outcome. And I know that I certainly did that for a long time. But what I realized is, and I'm not sure about you, but what I really found was that beating myself up and working hard at all costs to get to some sort of goal or end space was a very tiring and really draining way of approaching my world. Especially when I realized there was a much easier way to, that would bring me much, much better outcomes and much, you know, reap much better rewards. So how do we do that? Well, we listen to that voice of the inner compassionate and we don't listen so much to the inner critic. And when we do that, everything is a lot easier and we have more energy for ourselves. Why is that? because we're not putting a lot of negative energetic resistance into our field. And it means we've got more energy to actually do what we'd like to do. So what I'm talking about there, I'm talking about when, when we're feeling those critical, when we're feeling those critical feelings or thinking those critical thoughts, it actually is a downer on our energy. And that brings us down, it creates resistance, and it creates negativity. And when we're in that space, we're not going to we're not going to be able to take in and and feel good feelings and, and we're not going to be able to actually make a step forward. So it's really important that we we become more aware of our, of the energy that we're we're holding and we become aware of that resistance that we could be holding, all that negativity. Because if we can replace it with an energy of self-love, of flow and compassion, then everything is so much easier. You just step into that flow and we can achieve so much more and we have a lot more fun. And I have to so, say that I really noticed that last in the last few weeks. Me being hard on myself in those moments absolutely created more resistance, and it really did reduce my enjoyment in the moment. And um, it, I wasn't feeling well, and I was, I was, I'd lost some sleep, and me being negative and down about all of those things made me feel even worse. So. The, one of the big benefits of, of listening to our inner compassionate voice is knowing that we'll have a lot more energy to do those things that we want to do and we'll be able to create more of what we want in our life. Which brings me to reason number two. Reason number two is that when we are more self compassionate and more kind to ourselves, we can actually manifest much more easily. Why is that? Because we can just step into the flow. So, this is linked to step one. But when we're in the flow, what happens when we're in the flow? When we're in the flow, we're actually able to access so much more inspiration, so many more ideas and so many more solutions. So if you're looking to manifest a happier life, an easier life and a more inspired life where you can start to create the things that you want, then self-love and self-compassion is really the fast ticket to get to that. Because the old way of doing things, of working hard, of beating yourself up and putting a lot of pressure on yourself will only get you so so far because of all of that resistant energy that you put in your own way. But what I found is, is that being compassionate and self-loving is one of the most powerful keys of manifestation that you can ever imagine. I know when I turned down that nasty girl in a critic in me and moved to being much more self-loving and self-compassionate, I created huge change in my life. How was that? because when I started loving myself and not seeing myself as a victim to my circumstances, but as a leader in my life, I realized that I could start to create whatever it is that I wished for. I saw in fact how I'd created a lot of negativity in my life and I thought, well, if I can create something negative, then surely I can create something positive. So when I did that, when I stepped into that new mindset and when I started to really accept myself and love myself in that space, then everything changed my close personal relationships immediately improved. They were actually better than they'd been in, in years. My health got a lot better and I increased my business turnover by 30%, all with that change in, in the way that I was approaching myself and approaching my life. So I really can't, can't speak too highly of the benefit of this in terms of creating what you want and you know, really helping you to manifest more of what you want in your life. The third reason for being self-compassionate is that we're more likely to be kinder and less judgmental of others. And I'm not sure about you, but sometimes I'm so aware of, I've been so aware of of how I have been judgmental of others. And again, that's creating more negative energy in my life and in, in my energetic field that I don't really want. So... How does all of this work? How, how, if I'm saying to you, when we're kinder to others, that that could then, beg your pardon, when we're kinder to ourselves and we can be more accepting and loving of others, how does that work? Well, if we don't feel safe within ourselves, what happens is we can move into fear or judgment if we feel that another person's view or their position might threaten ours. So we become judgmental because we're fearful at some level. Now, all of this is happening at a very deep subconscious level. So I might just go through that again. If we don't feel safe within ourselves, we can easily move into fear or judgment if we feel that another person's view or their position might threaten ours. On the flip side, if we're feeling self-loving and self-accepting, then nothing can affect our position. I know that when I'm feeling good about myself, I'm far less affected by what others think, feel, do or say. And I have to say, I've found this a huge energetic relief. And I also think it's been so important for me at this time when our communities locally and globally seem to be coming so divided on so many things like COVID-19 and vaccinations and vaccination mandates and so on. So for me right now, I see this idea of self-love and self-acceptance as a true path to a more peaceful community. And this is just a place where I, you know, I would love us all to go. So the the path to less judgment is to be more loving to ourselves. And linked to that for me is reason number four. We can make a difference to our, pa- our planet when we're kinder to ourselves because kindness ripples out. So there have been so many quantum science experiments that have shown that the observer affects the observed. So this means that if we're feeling kind and self-loving towards ourselves, That internal kindness will create an energetic ripple effect that will ripple out to our families, out to our friendship circles, to our our clients and our colleagues at work, and out into our communities. So this energy can really ripple out and make a huge difference to how people are feeling overall. Now, you might be saying, well, Jen, you're being a bit of a Pollyanna now, and how do we know that that works? And we know it works because we've all experienced the opposite. Just think back now to some time when you were in a room with someone who was angry or fearful or upset or anxious and just think about how that energy made you feel. It's, it's that the feeling of someone else does rub off on us. You do feel it and often it can feel either off-putting, it, if someone's angry it might feel quite icky and it may, may make you feel that you want to leave the space So here we see how negative energy is very powerful and how it ripples out just as much as positive energy. So this is a really big reason for practicing self-compassion. If nothing else, thinking about how our kindness can impact others and can create this huge ripple effect in the world. And I know that with a lot of people that I speak to, a lot of my clients and people I speak to, they really do want to make a difference in the world, but sometimes don't feel so confident to do that. And that brings me to reason number five. When we're feeling more self-loving and when we're listening to our inner compassionate voice, we're going to feel more confident to step into our power. How does that work? Because when we're in this space, we actually start to feel a lot better about ourselves. And when this happens, we back ourselves to do the things that really are most important for us. And for me, this is one of the most important benefits of loving yourself because you go from thinking about doing things in your life and being a bit of a spectator to actually doing them, to participating in life. You actually make that plan to to go for that goal and you execute it and you start that project that you feel passionate about and you make it happen. So there is an incredible power in self-love. When you really start to believe in yourself enough, that will actually be the energy that will help you cross the line of fear and do something that is really important to you. A case in point in this, a case in point right now, is the fact that I'm doing things like this podcast, I'm running live events for women that that they're loving, and I'm studying sound healing because I now love myself enough to invest my time and energy and effort into those things that matter the most to me. I've also got all around me clients who are doing the same thing. They're starting new businesses, and I've got one client literally starting a new movement because she is so empowered and she's got such a high level of self-love that she's ready to take the plunge to try new things and to deal with any fear that she might have. So this is what I really hope for you as well because when we own our power we really start to achieve our goals and do what's most important for us. And if you're interested to hear a bit more about this whole idea of owning your personal power and how to do it and the benefits of it, then I really encourage you to go back and listen to episode 63 and episode 64 of this podcast. There's quite a bit to it there that you can you can listen to. So then we come to my final reason for listening to your inner compassionate self rather than your inner critic. And that reason is, is, to, is that we're a lot happier and we have a lot more fun. Having experienced high functioning anxiety, I can tell you that self love is literally the bridge from hell to heaven. When you're in an anxious state and a very anxious state, it can really feel a lot like hell. And when you move into more, a more loving state, then the whole game changes. It really is like night and day. And here I really am speaking from first hand experience. I know what it's like to be on one side of the of the equation, and I certainly know what it's like to be on the other. And I'm happier in my life, and I'm having a lot more fun simply because I'm loving myself a lot more. I know it sound might it might sound very simple, but it really is true. But because what I've found is is that being self-loving and self-compassionate is actually the the action that opens the door to pretty much anything else that we could wish for in our lives. For me, it opened the door to a lot more ease and grace and more love. And also the ability for me to receive ideas and inspirations and to create whatever it was that I wanted the most. I've seen the complete difference that listening to my inner compassionate self versus my inner critic has made to the entire quality of my life. I've moved from making incredibly unrealistic demands on myself. I've moved from really negative self-talk with very high levels of self-criticism and also carrying very deep levels of personal shame to loving myself and accepting myself for who I am. And the changes across my life have been incredibly significant. As I said earlier, from my personal relationships to my health, to my business and my finances, everything in my life is better and that is what I wish most for for you. So as ever on your Freedom Unlimited, it's now time for me to hand this over to you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that there might be some ideas here that you feel you can try on for size. In episode 67, and it's an upcoming episode, I'll be talking more about how you can create more self-love and compassion in your life. So do watch out for that. And But in the meantime, if you've got any questions or any comments, please feel free to email me at hello at jenramsey.com or DM me on Instagram at jenramseyfreedom. I'd love to chat with you more about your journey with self-love and to lend you a hand in whatever way I can. But before I go right now, I'd love to ask if you could please rate and review this podcast and also subscribe to it wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Every review and every rating really helps. So I really appreciate your help with getting this out to the world. And until we speak again, take great care and lots of love. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favourite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening.